When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello! Welcome, everyone, to the Thursday edition of the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got Holly Roberts hanging with us for hour one. Good morning. Woo! Hi, everybody. Hi. Steve, you're so lucky you didn't have to drive in today. Oh, is it bad? It's bad. I'll tell you what. It's bad. You even tap on the brakes and my car was sliding all over the place. I mean, how many times, how many days in a row does one have to snow blow? Oh, great You know question. what I'm saying? Ooh. Was that it a just keeps, it, keep, well, it could be. <laughs> some for us to ponder. It just keeps coming and coming and you clear it and then there's more. What's up with your plow guy, Donna? Did you pay for him or are you just driving over it hoping that you get in and out? Because what happens is the snow plow plows the street. And even if you've cleared your driveway, usually the snowplow comes right after you've cleared it, and then they create a new mound of snow at the (laughs) the end of of your your driveway. driveway. I know. It's so rude. God. Uh, Plow guy tried to keep up. Um, Not last night, but the night before. I mean, he plowed in the evening, and by the time I got up, and it was so much snow all over again. Do other people in your neighborhood... Use same plow guy, yes. or are you just a fancy neighbor? Uh, no, they use same plow guy. Some people he, have their snow blowers. He do plows not. driveways. Correct. Okay. You know, lawn and snow guy. Lawn and snow guy. Hey, Carol, do you have a lawn guy? Do you know what a druggist, druggist is? is. Uh, deep tease. Not deep tease, but... But back deep to reference. Deep back to deep, yeah. Deep if you've been listening to the show for like four years, you probably know what that reference is. If not, welcome. We won't explain it. <laughs> but I can explain the snow to you guys. Okay. okay. What do you have? Ken Barlow, our good friend, meteorologist here at Channel Five, he tweeted earlier today that the two-day snow total at MSP is 14.9 inches. Wow. Unbelievable. And That's it is lot. the 14th largest total in the Twin Cities since record keeping started oh my. in 1884. Whoa! I would like to say this now. That is surprising to me that that is a record. But here's the sitch with Minnesota. is It is... Our average snowfall is around 50 inches a year, give or take. And so we're not a super snowy place. We're a very cold place, but we're not a super snowy place. And I believe, I don't know if Kenny Boo Boo updated it there, but we are already getting close. I think we are already over 40 inches, I believe. Uh, Or was it 20? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Here's the point. 
We're going to let us know this year. So call your Congress people, call your neighbors, and talk to them about it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, felt like I, a, I felt like I had a bubble in my throat, and so I was trying to power through that. Oh, thanks. I ha- feel like I've been sick for a month. Steve, Some variety of sick Are you sick for right a month. now? Why are you sick? Oh. I don't know, Donna, because people, I was sick before I went home for quiz mice. Uh. And then... <laughs> I somehow, I just stayed head cold E over the break. It's because you have all those dirty kids. <laughs> and then I avoided the stomach flu. Uh, thank you. Oof. And now I'm back here. And this head cold is here still, but it seems to be evolving. So last night, all night, I don't even know. I don't know if I slept last you night. Seem you ever fine have those yesterday. nights? I kept saying, get away from me. I'm glad oh, I, know. I did. It, it was that same uh, bedside manner that you've always had, Doctor. I, <laughs> you have those nights where you don't know if you've actually fallen unconscious and slept. Oh yeah, sure, like surface sleeping. Yeah, it was. Yeah, there was like a sore throat thing that was happening. There was a nose situation that was happening, and then I feel achy from head to toe. However, Donna, what before you? put me in some oh, somebody's probably always sick in your house you just always. rotate oof you're six That's of us nuts. what do you want us to do i don't um, remember being like having everyone's i i grew up in a six person household i don't ever remember like someone always being sick okay, we went well, to school and we walked 10 miles to do it you hear you hear <laughs> where this maybe, is going holly maybe three quarters of a mile okay we're not always sick someone's not always sick but it, it can feel like that, I do have many more carriers. They come from the schools, and and then people bring things home. Where it's somebody sniffly this day, and then somebody else is sniffly the next day. Did you guys have lice? Did that hit you Ooh, guys yet? I, I gave we my whole family lice. You did <laughs> the whole family. Oh, summer no. vacay. No, that's yeah. A, I don't know. I was like, you know, laying in the park or doing something dirty. <laughs> and then I my mom was once, mad. Yeah. She's like. I can't go to the hairstylist, and I have to let my white roots grow out. Oh, oh no. Because of you. You're a terrible <gasps> And you're vermin. Oh, my gosh. You were treated like Harry Potter, living under the stairs. Basically. Get in that room, you lice lady. Uh, so, have you experienced this, Steve, yet in your house? I had lice, not in our house as an adult, because I'm a better parent than that. I wouldn't let it happen. But I did have it as a child. And I believe my mother made me wear a bandana. What does that do? I don't know. Keeps the lice in? Oh. <laughs> there was a bandana involved. There was a, a a tub situation that was involved, and then there was a bandana at one point that was involved, which really got me into my bandana face. Oh, boy. So she did you a favor. You oh didn't need God. Justin Timberlake to get you into that bandana face. I really uh-huh. hope our boss is listening right now. She'll be like, okay, we're starting the new year with lice. Hey. Listen, you know, our <laughs> boss gives us so few notes. She really lets us all roam around the cabin, which is wonderful. We meet with her a few weeks ago. And she's like, yeah, you know, uh, here's here's one tactical uh, note change that you guys could make is really starting with. And Donna and I knew this. We've been given this note before. You know, start with if there's a big, splashy entertainment story that's out there. Why don't we start with that? And then in the second segment, we can do more of a traditional host chat of what's going on in your life. Mm-hmm. Lice talk would fit well here, <laughs> et cetera. But here we are <laughs> 10 minutes in. 
And we've gone through various communicable diseases as well as lice. Look, you can blame it on me. I wasn't at that meeting. Okay, so, great. I could be the bad influence. She's going to play the tape, though, Holly, and she'll yeah, hear me saying, I just, I've been sick for a month. But do you ever feel that way in the winter where you feel like, truly, you never get to a fully healthy point? Don, I think you have a pretty good immune system. I think so, too. I don't get sick very often. Yeah, and living alone probably helps with that, too. A little bit. I you know, do have just... a sick roommate at home right now. Oh, is that right? Did you board him in? Yeah, put him yeah. under the stairs. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, Donna, Donna's ability to be there for someone when they're sick is truly lacking. So she'll terrorize me in person or on the air, and then later she'll send me a text that is like, Hey, buddy, boo, I really do hope that you're feeling well. As long as she doesn't have to see me or talk with me in that moment. (laughs) Otherwise, she's like, oh, no, I don't like it. You know why, You need fumigated. Because you're so nonchalant about your sickness. You're like... Steve will cough into the air that standing is, right next to that you is and I'm like a, get off me that is a full-blown you did lie. it at project down and dirty you coughed right in my head Ooh. I cover every time no every time I cough I cover with my then, face <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say what I covered with but yeah I covered under who's there all right well good anyway, I'll be you. fine please send your support and I didn't get to talk about Harry all right Let's, why don't we flip-flop? Let's talk about Harry when we come back. As in Prince Harry? Prince Harry. Okay. And what William apparently did to him physically regarding the Meghan Markle kerfuffle. Oh. I will explain that when we come back. It is Donna and Steve on my talk. Hello. Caller, are you there? Welcome <laughs> back. Hey. Funny. Donna and Steve. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Steve just hung up on me. Tried calling him. That's because I was getting harassed. Had I, honestly, I should call HR. What's HR's number? I don't even know. I should have it on speed dial. You ever have a coworker? Okay, that's not the number. You ever have a coworker who, what's the best way to say this? Just doesn't like mind their own business, I guess. I actually was asking, my return question to you, Donna, was an authentic question. Donna called, and she's like, hey, Steve, no, how are you feeling? Is Lou sick? How was Rex when you came home? All of that <laughs> was paving a way to the real reason she called, which was, hey, you have a lot of stuff in your mailbox at work. You need to clean that out. And at first, I was asking genuinely, because for my first four-plus years of working at my talk. I did not have a mailbox because I used to work on television. So they would just deliver stuff to our desk over there. And so genuinely, I was asking at first, is it, or do we sh- like share a mail- mailbox or is it mine or yours? And then I realized, oh, wait, no, it is mine. I have had my own for a while, ever since the massive promotion. And uh, that's when I realized, you know, <laughs> I don't need you to tell me what's in my mailbox or when I need to take it home. So now, out of spite, I think. I'm not going to clean it out for a while. What's All in there? Right. Okay. Donna. If you don't want your chocolates. Oh. There's also a wrapped present in there. Okay. From whom? From me. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, yes. The ornament. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, so you have good stuff in there. Is, Do any bangs know. left in there? I think so. Rocco put some bang energy drinks in there. I think there are, yeah. 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 You got a lot 
of stuff in there. It's fun. Let I'm it pile up. I'm to help you. It's like a P.O. box. You don't want to check it every day. You want to go once every couple weeks and see if some stuff has stacked up. Hey, I got a question about mailboxes before we talk about the royal family. You know how they have community mailboxes? Each house has their own slot. If you've received a package, uh-huh. that package now goes into one of the bigger boxes at the bottom. So you'll have a key uh-huh. inside of your little mailbox. So you open your little door, and there's a key in there, which means you've got a package. You take that key, and you go into, in, in our case, one of two package doors. My question is, there are probably 17 or 18 houses who use that mailbox. If I don't check my mail for a little bit, where do the packages that are supposed to go to the people end up going if, if I'm occupying one of the package doors but haven't checked my mail because I've been out of town? Oh, where does the new packages go? Correct. Great question. Doorstep, maybe? <sighs> Man. Mysteries. That's crazy. Wow. We have the sequel to uh, Glass Onion. Right here. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, my last deep tease before the royal family. I'm going to talk about him. Everybody calm down. This is a good talker for today. And you can email the show, Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. What's a store that you like to walk around in, whether or not you buy anything? Okay, great. I have one that immediately immediately comes to mind. Actually, no. Oh. And then Lou said one immediately. And the last non-royal family thing I'll say before I give you the royal family news, because this came to mind, I need to share it now or I will forget it. I asked Lou about her word of the year. Lou hates goals. She hates resolutions. Mm-hmm. She's not in, She's the opposite of how my brain works. Why are we not best friends? Listen to this, Donna. I said to her this morning, jokingly, but I said, so have you given any more thought to your word of the day? She paused and without previously listening to our show said, and I quote, resistance. Shut up. I kid yeah. you not. Oh my God. Yeah. That's amazing. That was my word last year. Go <laughs> back. <laughs> and that's amazing. Why did God put you two in my life? It must be patience. He's teaching me something. You need a little balance. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you'd just be like, ah! like running all over the place, telling stories. Holly, try walking with Steve out the door, like, to leave. He has to stop, like, and talk to every person. He'll stop at the reception desk, then he'll see someone in the calf, and then he'll stop and talk to them. Then he sees someone from his old TV job, and they're trying desperately to avoid him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, there's Steve down the hall. I know, they're like, run! I can hear him. <laughs> Let's go down the stairs. Hey, guys, guys, do you remember? I was on the show. <laughs> I told you yesterday. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Let's walk out the back way. But you had baby boots on instead of your big boy boots. And yeah. so we had to walk through and I said, we're going to see people. 
So? And I was I was trying to save me from myself. What do we do? We walk into the calf. Your boy needs some beef sticks. There's the morning show from KS95. He's like practically pulled up a chair <laughs> and sat with them. I knew that would happen. I know. That's why we have to go out the back way. How about you just wave? Oh, yeah. Work on your wave. Like a mute? Yes. Steve, that's a great exercise for you. Ooh. Pretend that you can't speak. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. I I mean, not after after you're off the air, of course. You have to be able to give me what's one word that I can use. Because I can't. If someone says, like, hey, Steve, how are you, buddy? No, not pineapple. Oh, no? Okay. No, fine. I need to be able to say one word of greeting, one word, no. so that it doesn't just look like a wave without me speaking. That seems rude. That's something you would do. <laughs> <laughs> what about, hello okay. there? Hey. How about that? That's two words. We can't do that. <laughs> no. Hi. You can say H-I. That's it. Hi. Not hi, Dave. Not nope. remember me. Nope. You just oh, how can about say when hi. I passed the guy from KS95 yesterday as I was coming out of the bathroom? We were crossing in the hall, and I went greetings and salutations. Maybe don't do that too much. All right, a little mm-hmm. bit. How oh, about wait. just greetings? Do you think we'll ever get to this story? We'll do greetings. Okay, greetings is great. That's fair. Prince William physically attacked Prince Harry over Meghan Markle? Question mark. So the new book, Prince Harry's, comes out next Tuesday, January tenth. You can pre-order now, Donna. Thank you. Harry says that this happened at his home in London in 2019 when William called Meghan difficult, rude, Mm. and abrasive. Wow. This all in his upcoming autobiography. It's a great title. It's called Spare. That's a really good title. Uh, But Harry says that he grabbed me by the collar, ripping my necklace, hashtag drip, and he knocked me to the floor. I landed on the dog's bowl, which cracked under my back. The pieces cutting into me. All right, easy. I lay there for a moment, dazed, then got to my feet and told him to get out. William reportedly tried to get Harry to fight back, but he refused. Harry says William left, but then he returned, quote, looking regretful and apologized. Let me just tell you something. If my okay. sister and I got into an altercation... Her version of the story would not be the same as mine. That's fair. I did think it was a, just as brothers, and I've been involved in many non-face-punching fights with my two older brothers. You know, you just got to respect the kisser, right? And this, like, I fell and the pieces of the dog bowl cut into me. That starts to feel a little like, okay, I need to hear from the other side right now. You know, just a little bit. But still, I'm sure it was upsetting. Well, I'm sure the woman he loves is being bad-mouthed, but I also get it. She's an outsider, you know, and his his perception of her was probably all of those things. This is why we should have just talked about lice the whole time. Oh, boy. Holly, I was just going to say, clearly, this is a job for Jerry Springer. <laughs> Would that be the greatest get? That's the sit down that we get. Prince William comes out like a bat out of hell with a chair in his hand. He's ready for war. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, All right. We'll tell you what. For me to tell you about an outstanding law firm, Bradshaw and Bryant. Um, and the reason I want to tell you about it is because people need a lawyer who's going to fight for their rights, whether uh, they've been injured or if they're in trouble. 
Listen, you have to make sure that you are treated fairly. Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant, or a member of his team, would be happy to meet with you free of charge to assess your case. If you're injured in an accident, God forbid, uh, Bradshaw and Bryant encourage you to contact an attorney right away because insurance companies, you may not know this, but oftentimes they have teams of defense lawyers to help them minimize your compensation. What you need is an experienced advocate on your side that's dedicated solely to protecting your interests, not the insurance company's interest. Justice for the injured is not just a slogan at Bradshaw and Bryant. It is the reason they are lawyers. It's all about making a positive difference. Set up a free consultation today. You'll find them at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. And we're back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment Holly Roberts hanging with us just for a little while longer yeah I mean that is so much fun hey Steve hey there buddy let's talk a little TV shall we I guess you had already watched this I just watched it a couple of nights ago I'm not sure I finished it chef's table and uh, we are late to the party on this but the pizza edition of chef's table which featured the Twin Cities own Ann Kim. Mm. Let me tell you what I was taken by. Okay. Ann Kim, who is, you know, renowned for her ability to make a mean pizza. Unconventional Just, pizzas, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. This isn't yeah. your standard, like, hey, have, here's a pepperoni pizza. Right. Um, you know, she's Korean-American and worked in a lot of Korean flavors. She has various... Uh, Different spots that you know her from, Pizzeria Lola, Hello Pizza, Young Young Joni, Suki and Mimi. But what I was taken by is that she never had formal culinary education. She just got to a point in her life where she had been acting and uh, had spent some time in New York years before and uh you know fell in love with the theater and was like oh this is great so she starts you know acting but while she was there also like one of the first things she did she gets to new york goes into a pizza joint and gets a slice of pizza and was just remembering like oh how great this is and then all these years later again without formal culinary education starts whipping up pizzas and is like well maybe i could open a pizza joint that infuses my Korean heritage and the flavors that are represented in a Korean dish and infuse that into the pizza and it might just be just so crazy that it works and sure enough it has really worked but I thought it it was cool it wasn't like she went to culinary school right out of high school or something like that she you know I I think she was in her 30s by the time that she opened Pizzeria Lola may I ask a question okay is Pizzeria Lola in Edina or Minneapolis, I think or see none of the above. Um, I believe it is in Minneapolis, but on the border yeah. over there, yeah. near Edina. Okay, yeah, south south Minneapolis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I I thought um, my my father in law married a woman Juliana from Korea, and when when they came over last, you know, Juliana's just whipping up all of these wonderful meals and doing a bunch of wonderful Korean cuisine or elements of it worked in. It was just so great. And I thought, well, goodness gracious, next time they come, I got to go to one of Ann Kim's joints and really, you know, wine and dine them there where they can enjoy the food that, that, you know, 
that my you know mother in law would not have to make in that case. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they could just enjoy it and tap into her own culture and heritage. So I was really really taken by just the unconventional path that Ann Kim took. And the uh, you know she she has a saying bleep fear. Mm-hmm. It also it's alliterative, so mm-hmm. you can figure out what bleep is. But I thought that's a that's sort of a cool concept of like go for it. Who cares? Who cares if it fails? Who cares if other people don't think you have what it takes at the beginning? Who who cares? Do it. Have you tasted her pizza? No. So good. Mm-hmm. So good. She actually, she was doing the pickle pie um, pizza with pickles long time ago before, you know, it came to the state fair. Remember pickle pizza? Oh, Steve, you weren't even here. I don't think pickle I remember pizza, pickle pizza. Okay, was like huge this year was it this year or last year this This, year yeah this past year oh my at the state fair the pickle pizza unbelievable now it's not hers but it pickled pizza came to the fair and it was a huge seller a sensation so good so good you wouldn't think it would be good because you're picturing like red sauce and then pickles oh no no we're talking like ranch oh pickles Oh, so good. Anyway, and in that episode with um, um, Chef's Table Pizza with Ann Kim, she also cooks with her mom. I thought it was a a really, really good show. She was talking about how the the kimchi recipe that she got from her mother, her mother got from her mother, and it was handed down. And I think that that was the first um, sort of Korean-inspired element that she worked into a pizza. which I thought was cool. Also, can we talk about how much they shot footage of Ann Kim? I mean, she's there in a restaurant, at home, in yeah, a store. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it would have been a laborious shoot where they really wanted to take their time and see her in a bunch of different spaces and places doing what she does. It, it, it you know, it doesn't look like, hey, we're going to put you on chef's table. It's just going to be a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, 24-hour oh, shoot, no. and then we'll get out of your hair. I mean, it was really in-depth. They took their time, and you could tell it in was all very well put together. You know, she's interacting with customers. Yeah, it's really good if you have a chance to see it. It's on, uh, what is it on, Amazon? I it's can't on. Uh, no, it's on Netflix. Netflix, sorry, my bad. Okay. Um, I watched something on Amazon Prime mm-hmm. um, on Holly's recommendation. And I texted Holly last night, and I'm like, thanks a lot, man. I'm crying, like, through almost this whole freaking movie. Did you watch it? Holly, did you see the whole thing? You know, I haven't watched it. I saw the trailer, and immediately I was like, Donna Valentine needs to know about this. Mm. And yet you were right. You were right. It's exactly my kind of documentary. So this the documentary is called Wild Cat. Okay, and it's about a British guy in a young British guy in the Peruvian Amazon who fosters a wild cat, an ocelot. And it's he's working with a nonprofit, okay? So he okay. hooks up with this girl who's out there and she's trying to get her PhD and this is part of her um I guess part of the journey to get there, okay? Right. And she, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? She um, rehabs 
wild animals that are displaced to get them ready to go back in the wild. Okay, so this little kitten was being fostered by this guy. His name is Harry. But it's less about that relationship. And it's more it's more about this guy who's a military vet who needs an escape, who has PTSD. He's got very bad depression. He served in Afghanistan when he was 18 years old. And this is like seven years later. And it's very, uh, very metaphoric. Like he needs to get the cat ready to be freed and he needs to free himself from his own mental prison. And it's just a very, very moving story. It's so story, uh, so story. It's so emotional. Um, the You've got the cuteness of the cat that's kind of a necessity to temper the heaviness of his depression, you know, as far as a view, viewing experience goes. Mm-hmm. It's really raw. It's a beautiful story. It doesn't have a clear-cut ending but um, I'm really glad I watched it. So thank you for the recommendation. You're welcome. It's called Wild Cat, and it's on Amazon Prime. Really, Wild really Cat. moving. What's the, uh, was it like an hour 30, hour 45, something like that? I don't even, maybe hour 20, something like that. Okay. And it's just really interesting to see these this couple living in the Amazon, like in the rainforest, and without, like barely have any kind of shelter it's basically they're living in a porch you know like just cover no walls Hmm. and that's where they sleep that's where they eat that's where they work it's it's really not for me (laughs) jungle living jungle living (laughs) ain't for me i mean there's snakes and spiders and sweet lord wild animals and worst nightmare what you're describing yes mosquitoes and to be clear this is not some like reality show competition Correct. this is just how these people live <laughs> right you can't tell a producer get me water right water. the prize right. is survival you lived through the night right and you didn't get bit by a venomous i mean there's alligators huh. i mean ah. and this guy's walking this cat every night because he's trying to get the cat ready to be released into the wild and he wants to teach it to eat rats and possum and snakes Squirrels. How is this different than West Virginia High School? <laughs> That's one of the cores. Before you graduate, you got to be able to eat a rat, uh, a squirrel, skin a squirrel. Sure. It's very good. Steve, it's not for you. Holly, you'll, I even... think you'll like it. I know. It wasn't even going to be on your radar. Um, but if you like, you know, if you like animals and people and love, you'll like it. Bye. Hmm. Oh, I got this uh, email. That I was going to go to check our email for our question of the day, which is, what's a store that you like to walk around in, whether or not you plan on buying something? Where you just, you know, it's just a pleasure to be in there. <sighs> Stumbled on this one, which I wouldn't have from Roseanne. Donna, Steve is like a big golden lab. Always has to wag on their way out, looking for the last bit of attention and a pat on the back. Harmless, likable, and a pain in the butt. <laughs> Happy New Year's. Uh, thanks, Roseanne. Yeah, whatever. Uh, that's funny. You kind of are. You're like a big dopey. I'm more like a cat. Dopey? And, 
Where'd that come from? I'm more like a cat, you know, a little like, eh. I the one that it. turns into a witch. I see it. <laughs> and you're more of, you know, a puppy. I'm the cat that slaps the puppy right across the face. <laughs> oh, Goodbye. Man, whatever. All right. Uh, we do get. We do have some emails though coming in. So send us that. What's the story you'd love to go to? And your 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 pleasure is not dependent on whether you filled your card up with stuff. You just like being in that store. We'll get to that a little bit later. When we come back. Speaking of cats, apparently there's a list of rich pets. One of your girls, Donna, one of your faves, her cat made the list. I really just have questions about how we determine a pet's net worth. We have to be getting closer to the end of the world. Stay with us. It's the Donna and Steve experience on my talk. Hello. I'm riding a song. Welcome back to the show. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo. You can tell the station is a buzz as we are just a few days out of the five-year anniversary of the start of the Donna and Steve experience. We've seen bosses shuffling about. A lot of people are presumably recording things for us that we will have played on the air and we will be surprised by past guests, <laughs> etc. So we are looking forward to what we believe is going to be wall-to-wall coverage on Monday, uh, January 9th, the beginning of our sixth year together says we celebrate our five i gotta years. be honest with you i i i would have never known that date had you not just said it i don't know why i know that date i know when i started here which was mid late february february and i uh yeah i don't know why i know that probably because i had a contract that started on that day i don't know Same. january 8th january 8th what do you want me to do not live my truth, Donna? What are you going to get me? What oh, is that's five the years? paper? No, that's first year. Wood. Wood? Mm-hmm. Is you. it really? Yeah. Oh, I will bring you in some wood, my friend. Thank you. And you can do with it as you please. I'll burn it. Donna. Thanks. That's, you're a serial killer. What? <laughs> you have serial killer vibes is no. what I meant to say. You know, our our dear friend Tam used to have this quiz that she would give to us on occasion. And it tells you whether or not you have serial killer tendencies. Or, no, you're a psychopath. Yeah. I'll see, see if I could find it. Tam and I got each other. You know, there were times <laughs> when it was Tam and I. Um, God rest her soul. Absolutely. There were times when it was Tam and I, just Tam and I, doing the show. If if there was a fill-in situation. Sure. And she'd always call you Steve Patterson. She'd <laughs> I don't be think like, she ever called me Steve. Yeah. What do you mean, Steve Patterson? So formal. Yes. And it was, uh, yeah, as you could imagine, how on the rails do you think those shows were, Donna? Tam and me. Good point. I mean, I don't even know if we ever went to commercial break. They probably just cut our mics, played commercials, came back. We were still mid-conversation. Uh, anyway, I found a list. I saw something, and I just need to say something. May I have the space to oh, do just you, that? Would you like an actual open? I guess. All right. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Hi. 
The headline reads, Taylor Swift's cat is the third richest pet in the world. In the world? At $97 million. Damn. I already have a lot of questions. Okay. Like, first and foremost, how could a cat be richer, just richer, but richer than I, or you, or Holly, or any person? Mm, good question. Don't All know. About Cats.com put together a list of the top 10 richest pets in the world. Uh, so Taylor's Scottish fold cat named Olivia Benson has that net worth of $97 million. Olivia earned her worth by appearing alongside Taylor in various commercials, like a direct TV ad, Diet Coke, Mm. AT&T, and her music videos, including Mel and Blank Space. I wonder how the other cat feels about it. Mm. She's another cat? Mm Mm-hmm. A poor cat. Meredith Grey. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yep. I don't think it made the list. Oh, my. That is a twist I didn't see coming. <laughs> Number one on the list is Gunther. Gunther the Sixth has a net worth, a pet, a German Shepherd, technically, of $500 million. Who's Gunther? It's, Gunther is a German Shepherd that is owned by the Gunther Corporation. Oh. His grandfather inherited an $80 million... Are we talking grandfather of the dog? Got me. Dog father. Inherited an $80 million fortune, which has since grown (laughs) from real estate investments. Am I reading a fake story? No, Gunther made headlines last year. Because Gunther sold a Miami mansion that once belonged to Madonna. Oh. Mm -hmm. The German Shepherd sold this piece of real estate. Yes. I'm just going to continue because, again, I believe we're getting pretty close to the end of the world, so I'm just going to let this one... This is... Okay. It's a warning sign. We're all just going to blindly go past it, but when the robot takeover happens very, very soon, we'll look back on this story and say, they were giving us clues. (laughs) At number two is Nala Cat at a $100 million net worth. She's Instagram famous with 4.4 million followers and owns a premium cat food brand called Love Nala. Oprah Winfrey's four dogs made the list at number four. They each have their own trust fund and are set to collectively inherit $30 million when Oprah passes. That no, cannot be a real that sentence. that can't be true. I could see for caring for the animals, you know. The late Carl Lagerfeld's cat? Uh-huh. Choupette? When did he die? A couple years ago. Huh. Choupette's still alive is at number six on the list with an inherited fortune of $13 million. Betty White's golden retriever Pontiac is at number seven at $5 million. So maybe this is actually the best way to be famous, which is... Be a cat. mm, I was going to go to a different angle, which is (laughs) own a cat, take pictures of the cat. The cat makes you money. You, the person, never have to be public. Right. Eat wherever you want, live a good life, and you don't have to deal with the pet parazzi. Guys, I follow so many animals on Instagram. It has changed my life for the better. Oh, they're so fun. I know. You got to follow Django, the dog. He smiles, but he looks like he's about to attack you, and that's D-J-A-N-G-H-L, maybe? He's so fun. Steve, I think you would even get a kick out of this guy. 
Can you open your Instagram quickly, Donna? Is that an accessible thing for you, or uh, depending sure. on where your phone is? Sure. Am I supposed to look this at something from yours? Holly, do you have Instagram? Sure do. <laughs> all right. So open Instagram. Okay. And let's all just say this. Look at your stories at the top. Tell us who your first three stories okay. are from. And okay. it'll give us a little insight as to the people that we follow. I'll start. Mine's already up. Um, I see stories by Miss Jenna Fisher, the fabulous one from The Office. Okay. Troy Aikman. Uh, sports analyst, former Dallas Cowboys Hall of Fame quarterback, and Monica Mangin, who is like a, a DIY home garden gift idea expert who um, appears regularly on Live with Kelly and Ryan. Okay. All right. Holly? Um, first is my husband. Hi. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hey, Chip. Yeah, hey, Chip. How's it going? I wonder if you made the story that he's posting. Uh, like, oh, missing my boo or something. No, he just reshared uh, some punk rock stuff. Okay. That's great. That's yeah. Cool. Jenna Lyons, you know, the fashion maven. She's going to be on The Real Housewives in New York City soon. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, yeah, cool. she's a good follow. And my friend Tiffany. If you oh, like. lovely. Yeah, she posts lot, her kids. She has the cutest daughters, and she puts them in the cutest outfits. Aww. Oh, my gosh. Love them. Oh, that's great. Yeah. All right, now we go to Donna Valentine. How many are humans? Um, Actually, they're all humans. What? Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Steve Patterson. Oh. Oh, oh and it, but, but, but that story, if you click on it, is me showing wildlife. Five deer that were in our oh, nice. backyard area this morning. Fun. So it's okay. a half animal. Uh, ben Lieber, official. Hot. Dawn at Dark. Oh, yeah. Uh, followed by Fallon from KDWB. Oh, we're still going? My Chalk 1071. That's, I'll stop there. Okay. And then you... Holly Roberts. Yeah. I guess I'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> Just short of Holly, I was going to stop. Uh, yeah, fun. so, yeah. I don't, uh, me, that story from you, Steve, could be from weeks ago. I don't know. Check it out. Click on it. Oh, man. You're so demanding. You act like I just said, hey, quick, build me a house. Um, It says, my wife trying VR football for the first time. Oh, my- yeah. That was a repost of my brother. Click on the next story. Click on the right side of your screen. I don't Look want to. Look at the to. deer. No, do it. There, You'll see deer. You like animals. Oh, so fanciful. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, there's a deer. Wow, look at those trees. They can't be yours. They're not. Hmm. They were there when I moved in. Send in your questions for me. I'm an expert. I just did. I, you know, recorded and said that I have wildlife in my backyard, and so send in your deer questions. That's amazing, Steve. Uh, Holly needs to go. Yeah, bye, Holly. Bye-bye. See you later. Holly's gone. Mike Dimension next. Bye now. Bye.